Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome into another edition of Infection Podcast. We cover the uh, very interesting, always evolving intersection of video games and politics. My name is Nick Craig. You can give me a follow on Twitter at Nicholas M. Craig. Look at my, my cat jumping up behind me. <laughs> you can give me a follow over there on Twitter at Nicholas M. Craig. Couldn't do this thing alone. Definitely not going to be able to do it alone tonight. Brian with an I Aldridge. Hey, Brian, hope you're well. I am doing well. And if you want to find me on Twitter at Boise Computer or at Brian Aldridge on Gab, Getter Truth Social. Uh, this week, something uh, totally changed since last week. <laughs> something we were saying was going to happen. It's in the and bag. And now all of a sudden, well, yeah, it was in the bag. And then, <laughs> bam, <laughs> everybody like, was confident. You're up, it's the ninth inning. You're up by a dozen runs. Yeah. It's impossible to lose. And somehow the other team scores 13 runs and you're out. And that is exactly what happened, Brian, with uh, Microsoft. And if nobody who could have possibly screwed this up, but the United Kingdom. I mean, it's like, it, yeah, like is it a, is it really a surprise? It, it is. It is odd that there were not any of them saying publicly, like, we don't want certain aspects. Um other than I did hear something about them saying, well, maybe if they locked in not raising the price of the Game Pass, like locking the the price of the Game Pass. Uh, but I don't know if that was just somebody's you know, opinion of it or if that's something coming from the actual results. Now, so this is the UK. This is not the EU. They're good with the EU. We Episode... 20 425 so back uh i don't know what day okay yeah that's true i was thinking early, i was kind of thinking it was yeah. the eu but yeah this is the uk yeah which is so this a, was know, early march now i don't believe the eu has made their official decision maybe they have since but it was like, it was rumored like everybody was like yeah yeah this is going to be good to go and with that you could only since the uk eu is a much more strict regulatory body than the uk government yeah. is that's why a lot of people don't like the EU, you assumed, well, if they made it past the EU, everything is, you know, unicorns and rainbows and, and lollipops after that. And um, they did not. The UK regulators blocked it. What um, this is this is pretty <laughs> damning. I mean, what do you what do you do? Well, Let's go, what happened? Yeah, they say. Well, and, th and this is the thing with with the UK doing this, uh, they, they do have an ability to appeal. Okay. Uh, now, one interesting thing is that because both companies, so Activision is appealing and Microsoft is appealing. Uh, so both companies are appealing. Okay. And um, the, their, the EU or uh, UK is pushing to not allow them to bring this up again for another 10 years. After it fails. Uh, if it fails. Yes. After, if, <clears throat> yeah, if it fails, that they're not allowed to re-request for another 10 years. Well, that would make which, sense. It's like double jeopardy well, in the legal system. It's expensive, and, and they're yeah. not expecting everything to change dramatically, even though it doesn't can in 10 years, doesn't always, but can in 10 years. Uh, you know, They're not expecting it to change that much within 10 years. So I, I personally think that something will happen that'll cause... I, I mean, is this their final answer? I, I see that they're acting like it's a final answer, but I, I'm assuming that with an appeal and maybe some backroom dealings of getting some handshakes done that perhaps they will, the UK will say, Hey, we're willing to now change. Yeah. Let's what our um, opinion is. Let's take a look at a couple of quotes. So the regulator said that the number of monthly active users for cloud gaming in the UK has tripled. Listen to this 
tripled between the start of 2021 and the end of 2022. That is remarkable. They say Microsoft has a, this is directly from the regulator now, the UK regulator. Microsoft has a strong position in cloud gaming services and the evidence available to the CMA, that's their equivalent of the um, uh, federal FTC, essentially the group that would look at it here in the US. The CMA showed that Microsoft would find it commercially beneficial to make Activision's games exclusive to its own gaming service. It's, yeah, I mean, when water is wet. Uh, Microsoft already accounts for an estimated 60 to 70% of global cloud gaming services and has other important strengths in cloud gaming from owning Xbox the leading PC operating system, Windows, which I think is bullshit. That's ridiculous. And a global yeah. cloud game, a uh, global cloud computing infrastructure, Azure, and Xbox Cloud Gaming. The deal would reinforce Microsoft's advantage in the market by giving it control over important gaming content such as Call of Duty, Overwatch, and World of Warcraft. The evidence available to the CMA indicates that absent the merger, Activision would start providing games via cloud platforms in the foreseeable future, adding allowing Microsoft to take such a strong position in cloud gaming in the cloud gaming market just as it begins to grow rapidly would risk undermining the innovation that is cru- uh, that is crucial to the development of these opportunities. So Brian harping back to last week Maybe yeah. Mike, maybe Sony's complete and total ineptness and incompetence with their streaming service was the Hail Mary. Is, is what saved them. <laughs> you're, you're so yeah. bad at your job that you just you save the deal. Yeah, exactly. You're so stupid and incompetent that you somehow were able to swindle yourself into keeping the job. That's well, and that's pretty remarkable. The UK's, so that's. The Competition in Markets Authority is the CMA. Okay. And the fact that they are willing to do any business with Google, who I think has a much higher percentage of search results or has up until recently, a yeah, percentage cool. of search results, um, you know, in, in the industry that it's in. Uh, same thing with Netflix. They they have a, an extremely high percentage of the number of users that do that thing. They're pretty much all on Netflix. They're pretty much all on certain services or using certain services. Uh, and my, uh, this UK CMA continues to do business with them. So here you're acting like, oh, they're going to own a lot. But the thing is, they do it best. And so they're going to be the ones that people use, just like Netflix did it best. So people used it just like, you know, <laughs> you name the service that people are using in mass. Uh, there's a reason for that because it works. So this is Google is at eighty five percent. This is as of yeah. February. Bing is at eight. Yahoo is at two. Bidu, which is uh, I believe uh, Chinese, is at point four two. Yandex that can't be a, a, U, a U.S. service is at one point two seven, and DuckDuckGo is at point uh, seven four. So quarter, almost a quarter of a percent. So Google's got almost eighty six percent of the market share, which is what you would expect. So let let let's say in in this case. Um, if Google said, you know, we have the opportunity to really improve our search results by doing an acquisition, are you going to tell them, no, you're already too good at what you're doing? No, you, you can't. Because that's equivalent of what this kind of is. They're bringing in product that will enhance what they provide. Um, 
you know, if Google's, Google said through an acquisition, we could make it to where our search results are, whether it's AI or whatever, we could make it this much more accurate and faster and more what the person wants. And they're going to say no, because then the other people won't be able to compete with you even more. Well, how's that their fault? You want to go through, um, you want to go through Bobby Kotnick's statement? Yeah. So he says, um, today, the Competition and Markets Authority, CMA, a regulatory agency in the UK, decided not to approve our merger with Microsoft. So he's writing this to the employees of Activision. This isn't the news we wanted, but it's far from the final word on this deal. All right. Alongside Microsoft, we can and will contest this decision, and we've already begun to work on the appeal to the UK Competition Appeals Tribunal. What the hell? What are we in, Brian? The freaking 1500s? Oh, Feels bring like it, it to the tribunal. I mean, what the hell? I mean, these people are so screwed up. No, I mean, no offense. I know we have some UK listeners, but Jesus Christ. I mean, like, the, the appeals tribunal? I mean, what the hell? Yeah, hey, that's, that's what they call it. Uh, we're confident in our case because the facts are on our side. The deal is good for competition. The UK hopes to grow its leadership position in technology and combined Microsoft Activision would accomplish exactly that. At a time when the fields of machine learning and artificial intelligence are thriving, we know the UK market would benefit from Microsoft's bench strength in both domains, as well as our ability to put those technologies to use immediately. By contrast, if the CMA decision holds, it would stifle investment, competition, and job creation through the UK gaming industry. This merger is a complex process. I'm not the only one frustrated by the hurdles and delays. We're accustomed to a company culture that moves quickly to accomplish big goals, so it's tough when we can't close things out at our usual energetic pace. We'll keep pressing our case because we know that this merger will benefit our employees, the broader UK tech workforce, and players around the world. I'm going to do everything I personally can to uh, advocate for us and help regulators understand the competitive dynamics in our industry. What gives me confidence is that whether our own or united with another company, we are one of the strongest companies in our industry, poised for continued growth and uh, and building on our incredible IP. So, Brian, I guess the question here is, can they go through with this merger without well, the UK? Because, <clears throat> I mean, that's Google. Google still operates outside of the United Kingdom. So I, I don't really understand. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, here, I mean, here, here would be, here'd be the ultimate play. Microsoft and Activision Blizzard fully extract out of the UK, have no business dealings with the UK so that they don't have a vote in the whole thing because they're not a, a, at risk of being affected. Yeah. Then you move forward with it. And then if the UK wants to decide to, uh, to come back, you know, and, and with, and, allow the company to do business in their country then they'll make that choice and that's but, I mean, exactly there could, be, there could be some huge corporate play if you really want to push it well that's what so brad smith the president of microsoft told the bbc pretty much he said quote this is the darkest day for microsoft in its four decades of working in britain saying that the european yep. union is a more attractive place to start a business than the uk so if the uk yep. regulators don't go through this they're just going to say fuck it close everything in britain and move it all over into yeah. the european union that's what they'll do might as well and they'll just and, and, then and just rip and, all those jobs out of the uk yep and that will uh, show them to play games in this kind of type of an environment 
You know, I mean, that's the thing is these, they, the certain people think they have all the power and they want to flex it. And here you're playing with huge things by doing that when there's no, there's not a legitimate reason that they could bring that hasn't already been answered that, that would cause them to reject this. Now, you know, you hate to pass, you hate to paint with a, with a broad brush, but sometimes, um, you do paint with a broad brush and it would appear, at least to me, if I'm this CMA body or anybody else, mm-hmm. that if it's seemingly every other regulatory entity in the world that has a vested interest in Microsoft and Activision is approving this deal or in the process of approving this deal. I know, Brian, wild idea, but maybe we should probably approve it too. Because there's just the idea that all of them are wrong and that all of them yeah. are just missing whatever CMA is 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 ginning up to me doesn't really pass any sort of um just doesn't pass any sort of logical test at all. Yeah, it doesn't pass the smell test. <laughs> yeah, and it really doesn't. I mean, you know, if yeah. half of the regulators were like if every if it, if it was like a 50-50 split or if there was a couple of regulators that were like, oh, this is an issue, but when like they got the EU. The the last week it was the Japanese. I believe it was the Japanese regulatory agency that approved it. It appears that they're going to get the approval they need in uh, in the United States. I, I just it just seems to me to be a very well. Odd does thing. this now, have to be a hundred percent? I mean, that's maybe something I don't quite hundred percent you know understand you work, about this whole process. Yes. Can there be people that are holdouts? Well, like, then if, you if someone, can't operate in those places. Yeah. Okay. Then don't operate there. Well, like, that's what they're going to have to do. That, yeah. Yeah, but but this this makes it where they can still pretty much move forward, and then enact what what my idea was. Just pretty much pull out of that place. Say, hey, yeah. we don't have the authority to do business here. Sorry, we're gonna have to close up shop. All these jobs, you know, you can transfer out of the country if you'd like to re- retain your job. But uh, you know, the whole EU it covers a decent number of of, of countries, right? So uh, there's plenty of other places nearby that they could do business. Now, The Verge, who I don't typically typically think their reporting is all that decent, they, ha- they seem to have a little bit of context here. They say, UK regulators have been cracking down on mergers and acquisitions in recent years, coinciding with the UK's exit from the European Union, or aka Brexit. Uh, to fight its latest decision, Microsoft will have to file the, the notice, um, but they note that the CMA has won 67% of all merger appeals since 2010. So let's round, let's use even round numbers. They've won, they won, they win 70% of their appeal. So it's not like it's impossible, um, yeah. but it doesn't seem very likely. Now they note that Meta, Facebook bought uh, Giphy, the, you know, the GIF toolbar or the GIF search thing yeah. that's in Discord and every other app. Meta uh, b- battled with the CMA over its Giphy acquisition and was able to um, do that. They eventually had to comply with the UK watchdog group and divest itself from the library uh, because I believe that Giphy was a UK company. But um, mm. this, uh, it, so it appears that this agency is just hell bent on um, hell bent on making it really tough for technology in 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 the United yeah. Kingdom. Yeah, and I think if uh, if there's a serious impact that happens from that, because it sounds like they generally are blocking things and then they want you to come to them and probably get either some sort of extra perks or whatever. But I would think here that if it impacts the person on the street, 
right? The, the UK citizen to where they're not getting something that they want, it will make them push back, you know, and how much that effect that has in that country, who knows? But I, I think that they'll, because what's the risk from CMA? Like they generally, they get extreme and they generally get what they want, right? Yeah. Either they get it blocked or they get the agreement that they want. Uh, with this, Microsoft, Activision, Blizzard, I think are big enough to where they could push past and end up winning in the end because people so the, want the product. Yeah. There's a much, there's a lot of either small, even smaller countries that we haven't even been tracking, Brian. Saudi Arabia, Brazil, Chile, yep. Serbia, Japan, and South Africa have already approved the deal. Yep. And the EU, and the EU uh, uh, as, as well. Yep. Plus the FTC hey. seemingly indicates that they will likely do that. I didn't hear anything about Australia. You never know. What Australia uh, I don't know. Do they? Does Microsoft have a? I would. You would think they would have something there, but maybe you know, maybe they don't have what they would. Uh, the consider fact that they've got something in Serbia and Chile and Brazil, I would yeah, assume that makes me wonder. I just it's odd that we haven't now, heard anything about Australia. There, there might depending on the country and depending on how their laws are written, there might not be an agency that it has to go in front of. I mean, it might, it, you know, there might yeah. the the process might be completely different. Um, now, of course, this is why is this a big issue? Well, Microsoft is trying to close the deal by its, the end of its twenty three fiscal year, which ends yeah. next month, June. That yeah. I mean that that doesn't seem to be possible. The FTC case is apparently still in the document discovery cage with uh, with yeah. an evidential hearing schedule for August the second. Um, so that I mean, right there, that's not that's not looking very very good either. Um, this is a mess. But yeah. they knew it. Here's the thing: this was never going to be a cakewalk. I mean, yeah. this and it's still not going to be. Um, but I think at the end, it will. They will. They will be successful. Well, and I hope it, it just doesn't like drag out. I mean, I'm, well, I'm well, hoping this is something that has a quick resolution. and It doesn't take six to six months to a year before they finally actually get a yes or no. But here's the thing, Brian, and this is um, prevalent in so many other things. This is a government entity that is doing this. Yeah. And government entities don't really have time restraints. Time doesn't equal money because it's all free money anyway that they stole from taxpayers. There's no incentive to get anything done in a quick or ma meaningful way. Who cares? I mean, they can yeah. run out the clock for freaking years. That's all the government does is piss yep. away money that's, and time. That's I my mean, that's concern, all they do. them dragging yeah. it out. Yeah, and there's no because there's no incentive not to. I mean, they don't care. No. Who cares if it yeah. takes another yeah, year? This. So I, I, I don't know. I, I really I really don't know. Um, it's definitely not good. Um. But I, let's go back to the. I want to. I want to dive into. Uh, let me see. I got so many links open here. Uh, I want to go back to the original comments from the the CMA. So their big concern is over cloud gaming, and that's true. But I've always. I, I I've never really understood. Now there, I've never understood the idea that Microsoft, based on everything else that we've seen from them why they would risk hundreds of millions of dollars, potentially billions of dollars in revenue, by stripping away their big selling IPs from other platforms, established IPs from platforms. 
I've never understood. I've never heard the point made why they would do that. It's not in their best business interests. Well, and Microsoft doesn't have a history of doing that. I mean, if no. you if you said Google or certain other companies that will eat away at certain features or just drop things altogether, but Microsoft's not been known to do that. They tend to keep things going uh, as long as it's feasible. They seem to offer as much as they can. I mean, with the Game Pass, they don't nickel nickel and dime you a bunch. Um, look at how they did the recent game pass, the family pass and friends pass, you know, knowing that people are going to treat it a certain way rather than being uh, like Netflix and trying to implement a lot of restrictions into it. They just said, well, hey, you can have, doesn't matter, five accounts and that's yeah. your family or your friends, mm -hmm. right? Let people use it. Don't sit there and nitpick how they use it, which shows a lot of, of, of I think, uh, trying to just, be realistic about it. And I think with this, they'll be realistic about it. And that's why they've made the behaviors they have because they realize that they don't have to have exclusive exclusivity over everything to be able to be strong in the market where that Sony's play is if we can be, if we can get this exclusive and it hits, then we'll get a bunch of people to buy our console. Yeah. Okay. But you know, those are all short term hits that Microsoft has figured out a way to build up a large, uh, you know, with the Game Pass and everything else, continuous money-making machine that doesn't rely on the product's hotness at the time and selling temporary things. It's a continuation all the time. And I just, they're doing better, so, like, they're getting punished for it. It's frustrating. It's incredibly frustrating. And you're right. It's like we built the best product. We used cap Brian, there's this crazy thing. I'm not sure if you've heard it before. It starts with a C. It's called capitalism. I know this might be yeah. a con uh, this is a very odd concept for the folks over in the UK who lived under fiefdom for you know fiefdom for gazillion years but there's this a little thing called capitalism that Microsoft built the best system clearly yep. Sony half-assed this ridiculous uh, PlayStation it was like plus plus or something like that remember I mean don't the name was yeah. ridiculous the pricing made no sense the game catalog was trash it was it wasn't good then they yep. like essentially shut it down. Now they're trying to bring it back up. Microsoft was like, "Hey guys, we've been working on this X Cloud. This it was this, what was it called uh, X Project X Cloud or something like that for for years." Yeah, something. And like we that. finally brought it to market. It's a really cool system. People like it. It's a relatively affordable. It uses on a bunch of devices. And you're right, they're getting totally screwed for for putting in the legwork and having a good for system. Yeah, and figuring Activision out what Blizzard people would actually be able to use. A system. Like, I could see the argument would be like, well, Microsoft owns 40% of the market, and then Activision Blizzard, well, their streaming service owns 40% of the market too. So you do simple math, 40-40 is 80, but Activision Blizzard doesn't have a streaming service. So the idea yeah. that this is, this is um, completely destroying the streaming market to me doesn't make any sense. Plus... Most the games that they reference aren't games that people stream anyway. Overwatch and World yeah. of Warcraft, people aren't streaming WoW on a Game Pass service. Well, and WoW runs on not, some pretty old hardware. You, I mean, run, you can run, run it on WoW laptops, your, everything else. You could run on your Dell Inspiron netbook from 2002 if you wanted to. I mean, yeah. it'll run on it. It's not going to run very well, but it'll totally run. Go watch YouTube videos from 20 years ago of people, or 15 years ago of people playing WoW on this old antiquated heart. I'm sure you've got some of those videos on your YouTube hey, channel. Yes, Brian. I do. Actually, I, I do. Yes, <laughs> I'm sure old, you do. Old YouTube channel. Yeah, so, <laughs> like, this, like, it's, I don't know, it just seems like such 
a weak argument, but when you, I, when you, you know, you get some of the context in there from the Verge article, yeah. I guess you can't say you're surprised. Yeah, and this is this is the thing, <clears throat> the people that, as you said, that they're worried about certain games from Activision Blizzard being used and making their streaming process, product extra strong. But, and as you said, they're not games that they would likely be streaming. Uh, the more casual games and games that don't require a lot of really fast response times, those would be the perfect ones for streaming because it kind of fits the, the um, maybe a little bit of the delays in there. Well, if you're, if you're on a, on a game that doesn't really have to be super real time fast and like you're making decisions and it's doing a cutscene. Those are perfect. Yeah. You're not, and you're not going to notice the difference between a streaming product and this. But I don't see people complaining about Netflix being too good anymore. Now, I used to complain about it, that there were certain things that if you didn't want to have Netflix, like how did you get content? That's changed, and there's a lot of areas that have come in. But you know, it wasn't by stifling Netflix that other products were able to come to be. Mm-hmm. PlayStation sold more consoles. Uh, you could say PlayStation was more successful, but Microsoft, you know, they're sitting there saying Microsoft too successful or is poised to be too successful. And that's really what it comes down to. So I don't know. Let's see. I, I think next week, week after, hopefully there's some answers and maybe uh, this is going to come to closure. I really just want to see it done because I want to see what they do with, with the game pass and, you know, what they do with the games to improve yeah, them which- using the game pass. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's what that's what a lot of folks are. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I think I've said this. I'm pretty sure I've said this um, before. And you know, could we be completely wrong about this? Is Microsoft the patron saint of uh, of business? No, they're like every other miserable, crappy corporation. I mean, they'll do anything for a buck. I mean, they're not. Believe me, like they're not this holier than thou organization. But in recent years, I just, I really, you know, I don't have a reason to believe that Microsoft, now here's the thing, if they invent, and now there is some legitimacy to the claims that that the CMA makes. I want to go back to some of their, their statements here. Um, uh, this deal would reinforce Microsoft advantage, giving them control. Um, oh, damn it, where is it? Um you're talking about like the, the, them having the infrastructure like Azure? No, no, it's not even that. Um, oh, here we go. The show, the CMA showed that Microsoft would find it commercially beneficial to make Activision's games exclusively available on its old on its own cloud gaming service. So here's the thing: How is this any different than the exclusivity market than we that we've yeah. had in consoles? since the 1980s and i think this the is NES where they in. could come they could come side by side though and hold up a list of exclusive games on their product and and how many are on sony and just say why are we the ones risking this happening look at look at how many we have versus the person who's been complaining most about this uh if that's their argument use that and say well answer answer is is it when we reach the same number of them? Does that mean that we have too many exclusivities? Yeah. Like, what point are we having too many when we're equal sized companies with equal products, um, and they have way more than we do? Like, so you know, are we allowed to add some more? Your worry, give us a number that we'll, we're capped at. Then, right? I mean, what is it going to be? Well, and that's the thing. It's it's arbitrary. 
I mean, it's not. It's not a. Yeah. It, there's no ratio to it. There's not. There's not. There's nothing. Um, but that's the thing. Is there's no logic to it. That's the problem. No. Well, no, 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 no. Hold on. You're. You're. I don't. Th- I think you're wrong. There is logic to it, but it, it. There's no. There's no backing to to back it up. Like, is is there a yeah. risk that Microsoft would make all of those games available on just their own platforms? Sure. That is a it's risk. A possibility, right? Is it a risk? Yes, but the question is, how is that inherently any different from Sony making games only available on their streaming service? God of War, uh, you know, and up until yeah. recently, The Last of Us, and some these games were only. And the only reason I am convinced, the only reason those games made their way to PC is because Sony knew at some point this was going to be a problem, and they could go, "Oh my God, look at us! We're you know, we're making our games on PC now, even though they suck and they're yeah. unplayable." Uh, but I mean, really, like for the long, Brian, I've never played a God of War game. It's yeah. never been available. I wasn't buying a PlayStation, and I've now to be fair, I've I've had a PlayStation Four for like years, but I've never played it. But or any other <laughs> game on it. Never. The, that's not the point. The point is, this is exclusivity wars now. For existing yeah. IPs, I don't, I don't think Microsoft will do this or Activision will do this. For new IPs, absolutely. That is exactly what Make I would their expect. Choice, right? Here's, that's exactly what I would expect them to do. That's what they're going to do with Scott, Starfall or Starforge, whatever the Star, Star, whatever the hell it's called. Uh, the, Skyfall the or something Sky, like that. No, no, it's not Skyfall. Whatever the game that Skyrim, Activision. Skyrim, or you, which one are you talking about? No, no, the space one that uh, Bethesda's making. Oh, uh, Sky, yeah. whatever um, the hell. That's only going to be available on the Xbox, and that's fine. It's their yeah. IP. It's not an established franchise. Starfield. Thank you, Kenrick. Starfield. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah, I'm I'm autistic. Um, <laughs> you know, for like, like you're going to tell me that Microsoft's going to release the brand new Call of Duty, their big golden, you know, big golden goose of money, the Call of Duty franchise, and go. We're just not going to release on the best-selling console in the market. That is just illogical. Now, new IP? Yeah. Sure. And it's the same reason that Sony is not going to make their next IP, whatever it might be, probably some garbage, make that make that available immediately on a, a, another system. I, I just yeah. I, I'm I'm dumbfounded by this whole thing. I really am. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll see what happens uh, now. Do you mind if we change topics to another uh, author- over authoritarian type of government? No, we love it. All right, hey, let's talk about Tencent, which means you know, we're talking about China here. I love China, uh, yeah. but they they've been uh, they've been making some changes at Tencent, and they're going to start developing what they call Chat GPT like products. Uh, of course, you know that's using that's some scary. sort of AI. Um, and one, there, so recently there was an announcement that they are releasing a deep fake generator, which oh, if nice. you think about the whole, if you think about the whole destabilization effort, I mean, let's get a little political here for a second. The whole destabilization effort that China has been trying to do to our country through the things that they've been pushing through TikTok and just through um, a organizations to be able to they've been able to get into schools universities all types of organizations that push communism um, or pushes certain ideologies that they know will destabilize uh, the country and separate them right uh it, the, the fact that they're now creating a deep fake generator which is going to do nothing but what allow people to create things that cause contention that can affect the the uh 
money markets. There are things, sometimes there are things that could put out and people uh, react to that even though it's fake and it causes stocks to just to crash or causes different things to happen. So um, uh, deep fakes are dangerous. I mean, there's no way to really, I mean, there's supposedly some ways you can scan them and maybe tell that they're generated. But by your average person, there's no way to really know whether some of these are real or just maybe kind of fuzzy copies of a video or what they are. And they're getting more and more realistic every month or two. It just seems like these things get better. You know, this whole thing is the... This whole thing, this is going to be the battle of the next, say, let's say until 2030. This is going to be the next big battle. Everybody is kind of jumping in, picking up a side on the whole AI and, and, and all of that stuff. Um, are there risks? Sure. Are there concerns? Sure. I just, I, I don't, I'm so hesitant for any sort of regulation. I mean, I really am yeah. uh, because I we just uh, we know how it either doesn't work or it's weaponized. And that to me yep. is 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 really, really scary. Now, yes. Is there an issue? Uh, you know, will there eventually be an issue with with chat with with generation deep fake? And I mean, there's issues right now with with chat GPT. I mean, there's there's big concerns yeah. that, 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 that you could make now with it that, you know, but Brian, that's, you know. It's innovation. It's new technology. Well, and, and I just part I don't of the know issue. Where, yeah, here's the danger, though. Using sure. Chat GPT type of of things. What have we seen in the versions that are available in America? Is we've seen an incredible bias built into the product. Well, if that's what they're doing in America, what do you think they're going to do in China? As far as trying to push a certain viewpoint. You're going to have a computer answering as if it's answering in the most logical way possible, but it's it's going to be tilted towards a certain perspective that they've pre-generated and pre-programmed into it to deliver. Just you know, and as when you when I first told you that they were doing it here, you didn't really believe me. Um, and now, uh, it, once people really got to play in that product and just see how one-sided the answers were, or if you asked it a question and said the you know, a skin color of white, it would give a totally different answer than if you said black, where it would say it's okay to bash a white person, but it's not okay to say anything negative about any other any other race. You know, things like that that they implemented into there that are going to uh, make it to where these kids coming up who talk to this thing and try to get, you know, learn from it, they are going to be just like the news is programmed to view one viewpoint. Sure. And that's that's going to be the danger of this. And here they're making it to where they don't have to think about it so much. They just program in the bias, let it scan data as it comes in. And it's a continuous way that they continue to brainwash or influence people on something, regardless of whether it's true or not. I mean, here we have to spend a lot of money to do it. I mean, they generate nightly news and do all these things and have all these writers, uh, you know, like that are on strike right now. Yeah, they have all these people <laughs> to maintain that propaganda machine and keep it going. And it's a full-time business here. They can program it in and it, and it just does the, the bias itself. It, it, it's, just, it's very smart for getting it out. 
Brian, I am going to do something I have I don't know that I have ever done on this program before. I am going hmm. to pull the I'm going to pull a politics card out of my hat and say okay. I have not formed an opinion on this yet and I will we will discuss <laughs> and I'll, I I really have. I am so Yeah. There is so much to well, Here's the thing. It's not black and white. There is an incredible yeah. amount of gray area there. And, and I don't and I don't know that there's a right or wrong answer. And I think every every situation with A.I., I think there is factors that need to be looked at. There's some folks that are like ban it completely. And I think that's ridiculous. And there's other folks that are like yeah. hog wild. It's going to you know, let it do whatever it wants to you know, let anybody do what they want to do. And it's like, well, I mean, OK, but, you know, there's there's you know, there's guardrails on a whole bunch of things. But um, I really haven't formed an opinion on it yet. I mean. I, yeah. you know, you're everybody, you know, you're, you're, you're seeing a lot. I mean, Elon Musk you know, was on, well, I think it was on Tucker Carlson show like two weeks ago talking about, about the future of, 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 of AI. Um, and it's just, it's very, uh, it's very interesting. It's very interesting. Well, my, and that's the thing. My worry is that I can understand why they'd want some guardrails. Because let's say someone asks it to formulate the most efficient method of, of you know killing a mass amount of people. Okay, sure. it could give them it could give them very accurate and and maybe things that would would cause more damage. It, it could give them that information. Um, you could just have it if they ask the right questions. The you know government officials will get notified. Knock on um, the front door. Or you <laughs> could, or what up. you could do what they're doing and refuse to deliver that content. Yes. But where does that line stop? Well, and that's exactly so I understand I understand not serving that, but then how does that then reach that um you know, the political level where it's just things that are not even important? Like you're not even willing to deliver factual information and you cover it up with a statement because you don't like the results of that factual information. Uh, I'd almost rather have it be open like the internet. Right, it's just data sets that people are accessing, and you know, just what it gives you is what it's give you, it gives you, right? Or there's got to be some standards, like a body, where they go through and try to keep it as open as possible, and they only block off things that are not for political reasons. I mean, you'd have to create a body that would do it. And how would you get them to be honest? Yeah, yeah. Put put a bunch of bureaucrats in charge of it. That's. Yeah, <laughs> we, I mean, it's just so there's that. a no. It's a no. I don't, that's why I'm almost would like the open is the internet. Just let people build upon it. Yes, and and that's why I'm saying that I don't, I don't have my I don't have uh I I don't I have, just don't I haven't see formed an it. opinion that's yet because I just I don't. We have so much stuff has come to light in the last couple of years in regards to and this is very hyper localized to the United States. So if you're elsewhere. Sorry, but you know, there's just been so much stuff that has come to light with, you know, with election stuff and the the mm -hmm. FBI and and other entities sitting on information or propping up information in FISA courts and spying and all these other things. It's like I'm terrified of the I mean, you had the leak from the from the United States Supreme Court by some, you know, wackadoo clerk that was working for either Kataji Brax, Jackson Brown or Lane Kagan. And it's like, what in, like, like, the, I just, I don't trust anybody or anything, Brian. I don't. I, yeah. I just, there's zero trust of any authority because it, it's so deceitful and misleading. And then it's like, well, hi, we're the, hi, I'm the government and I'm here to help. And it's like, well, no, mm -hmm. you're not. I saw a meme <laughs> this week and it was a, 
it was a snake wrapped itself around a bird feeder and it was poking its head through the front and it said, hi, literally, hi, I'm the government and I'm here to help. And it's like, yeah, <laughs> that's the problem. Anytime yeah. we're here to help, those are like some of the worst words ever. Hi, I'm from the government. Yeah. And, and I just, <laughs> I, I, no. But at the same time, the thing is, yes, because we, yes. But, uh, so I don't know. I don't, I really don't know. Okay. Look at, look at the internet. The internet was something that was, as we talked about before, the wild, wild west in the early days, right? Um, well, you're, and you're, they you're, the, you're the subject matter expert on this. I mean, you were there. You were, you were, you were the, yes. you were, you were the cowboy. You were the Clint Eastwood. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's the thing is back then it was the wild, wild west. And I'm really glad that, they didn't jump in. Now, there are regulations that individuals, but on the internet infrastructure, they didn't put in a lot of restrictions, right? They kept it open and just said to law enforcement, you know, prosecute these people by whatever means of getting information. Yes. Um, you know, we don't just shut off the ability to use IRC because a lot of people use it poorly. And so <laughs> I just, I, I'm, I worry about that for chat GPT and all of these AI products that because it's kind of the wild, wild west right now and the knee jerk reaction is to let's regulate it. I'm glad they didn't do that so much on the internet. And if they could maintain that type of thinking with AI, as far as we want it to be open and, and not, you know, not necessarily free because people can train their own things. But if it's something that's publicly available um, and you're treating it like, the Google, like what restrictions do we put on Google to not, now they do give a more biased response sometimes, right? But they can't just only give one faction's uh, results. Now, what they have done in, I, I've never seen this myself, Brian, because I would never search for these kinds of things. But if you happen to be searching for copywritten material, like a television show mm -hmm. or a movie on Google, like if you want to type oh, in movie, true, yeah. movie torrent or movie download, if you scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page, you'll see a little note that says something like some results have some results have been omitted due to DMCA. That's the the digital yep. the Millennium Copyright Act or DMCA, whatever the whatever the acronym. So so they do do things like that, and I think. That you, one would argue that's not okay. Others would say that is okay. So there, there is some parameters. That's for that. regulating how you access it, though, right? They're they're not regulating the source unless they go through the legal means to do that. Well, that's they're, a, they're exactly. trying to filter how you get to that. Um, you know, okay, do the same thing in, in these AI type of things. In, yeah, I want to make see. it to where maybe there's the data is not affected. The data is clean. Uh, you know, and then make it to where accessing it is the only way that you're going to make those changes. I just worry about them building it into the core. Yeah. So here, where is it? Of course, I can't find it. Yeah, here it is. So this is this is an example of, of what it looks like. This is from some website here. In response to a complaint we received. So this is not an automatic system. This is from a couple years ago, too. We received under the U.S. Digital Millennium Copyright Act. We removed two results from this page. If you wish to read more, DMs, blah, blah, blah. You can, you, can, you can do that. So that's how Google has handled that process. Um, mm -hmm. Donnie uh, is in the chat and is saying, uh, I'm in love with AI image generation. Have been doing it like crazy. I enjoy about 90% of the results. I've been using AI uh, in some regards to help me clean up uh, some writing. Like I'll I'll write mm -hmm. 
something, uh, either some show stuff or what, whatever it might be, uh, like um, like invite to an event. Like for example, when we held a, we held a, a meeting for our uh, young Republican group a couple weeks ago, and I was like, literally went into Chat GPT and I was like, write me an event that's taking place at this date, this time, at this location. Boom, full like, and yeah, I've been very happy with the results as well, Donnie. I think it's 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 it, it's awesome. It's it's convenient. It helps clean up i'm using it to draft emails to like like mass so, mass email things to an email list like hey this is you know, clean and i'll literally write clean this up put it in quotes and then it dumps the result and and, and cleans it up a little bit and i i have a book that's from the 1940s or 50s it's called it's a book about etiquette and mm. if you think about what that book provided it told people in any situation i mean it's a really thick book Pretty much in any situation, the proper way to respond or proper way to, to do whatever. Sure. But if they also have in there the proper way to write certain type of letters, the proper way to address them, how to. If you think about what that book was to them, that's the equivalent of what AI is to us now. Because we're rather than having kind of a preset one that when we're then figuring out, well, let me fill in my information to make it still seem you know, official. Yeah. And, but I'm using their template. Now you're giving them the data and it's coming up with the, the rest of the shell for you. Like yeah. I, the, I don't, that to me is not bad. That's a great use of, of the product. Yes. What happens when they say to reverse engineer software and to make something that runs exactly like something else well, right yeah. now, if you reverse engineer something, that's not illegal, right? Well, uh, what about when an AI does it in, you know, a couple hours? Yeah, well, when you're compact and you're, uh, you've technically never looked at any of the, uh, you've never actually touched yeah. an IBM chip, and you've somehow managed to completely uh, to make the exact same one. The exact same one. Amazing how that happens using uh, using all of their various tools. Uh, but you know, the the compact example is a great example of reverse engineering. I mean, and you know, that's yeah. there's a lot of there's a couple of nonfiction movies. There's a couple there's a couple of documentaries, nonfiction documentaries, and a couple of fiction movies on it. Uh, and it's and it's fascinating. Donnie says I had a really negative first impression of of uh, of AI or first impression uh, on writing an art, but it's growing on me. I feel the exact same way. I mean, my initial thought was like, yeah. meh, whatever. I think I think well, we it was uh at this point about six months ago, right when we did our big episode on on AI, mm -hmm. uh, we talked yeah. about that, and you and I screwed around with it a little bit, and. I was like, yeah, this yep. is all right. This is kind of interesting. And now I'm literally have it. It is, it has replaced the first bookmark in my Chrome, which used to be Outlook. And now so it's I, chat GPD because I'm just I, using uh, it to clean things up all the time. Well, and I just um, subscribed to the, oh, it's, it's something from Git, uh, GitHub Get, okay. where it gives you code suggestions. Okay, cool. Um, and it uses AI, and it looks at your code, and it will, as you're writing, say, offer to complete it for you. <laughs> Ooh, um, I haven't really seen it yet because I've only been editing code you know, that I've already written. I've, uh, since I subscribed in the last couple of days, I haven't done anything where I'm making big sections from scratch where it would fill in. But uh, that's the kind of use where I look at it is it, there's it, – I have actually used it to – um, try to debug my code and things like that. I, th I think there's going to be a lot of great uses. Um, and I think as long as they don't try to control it too much, people will make things that work well. And uh, sure, they'll make things sometimes that they shouldn't, but I think the innovation will be worth it. This happens, this happens every 
couple. This happens about you know the last time this happened. The big, the real big last time this happened was with the iPhone, which we think has yeah. been out forever. Reality, it's yeah. it's been out and really only been at what it is now since about what 2010. The first one came out in eight, 2008, yeah, and didn't like have that. an app store until 2009. So I mean, you're talking about 13 years, and all of a sudden it's like, it's just it, it's oh it's a thing that's always it's. This thing has always existed, even though it's not always existed. I mean, it's just some, it's amazing how quickly that's happened. Um, yeah. And I, 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 you know, we're in the period where everybody is kind of battling for power, and and you know, there's a lot of uh, doomsdayers. And Donnie says, my concern is, you know, with creativity. But you know, my my re- rebuke to that is, well, you know, I know how to use WordPress, and I can make a website that looks really great inside of WordPress. And that got rid of things like front page and 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 uh, design and all these other Dreamweaver and all these other things that you maybe mm-hmm. you had to know a little bit of programming for. Does that make the end? Is that make me less creative because I didn't have the ability to? I maybe I didn't have the ability to learn how to use one of those things, but I could figure out a WYSIWYG editor, but I couldn't use something yeah. like that. And and, and I just I, I struggle with that because if you. If you apply that same logic to every other technological innovation that we've had in the last sixty years, we'd still be we'd still have uh, we'd we'd be no more than two megabytes worth of RAM, Brian. If 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 that's a, <laughs> if if that if that's the approach we took, we wouldn't we wouldn't need any of that stuff. And it's just it's this happens. Yep. This is innovation. Eventually, the AI will rule, take over, and kill us all. And that's and I'm okay with that because that's where I'm at. <laughs> I am. Yeah, you, I'm you, not going to be accepted your fate. I, you know, I'll be. I mean, hopefully, I'll be dead by that time. I mean, I'd really hate to be like the guy, you know, the cr- crazy uh, Uncle Eddie from uh, the Will uh, the Will Smith movie uh, Independence Day, driving my uh, my yeah. F-15 straight into the mothership. But um, it yeah, it's 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 gonna happen. Um, you know, it, yeah. it's there's obviously a marketplace for it. People will adapt. Well, they I, always have. They always will. I, that's the thing. Is I remember when people were saying WordPress and things like that made it to where websites were more methodical, right? Sure. Uh, and people viewed that. They, people could view that as a negative because it just seems more robotic. You know, things are lined up in certain ways, and or posts are made and, and lined up in certain ways. But if you look at where that technology transitioned where now the methodical makes it to where it lays out better on a cell phone when you're viewing a web page on a cell phone and it, it all these things have come out of it to where there's a lot they've realized there's a lot of benefits because of, do, of doing it that way where the old way wasn't really you know couldn't grow as much and so i i think with ai we're going to run into the exact same thing people are playing with it with, for different things but it's going to get integrated into almost every feature that you do i mean microsoft word is going to build it into their system to where when you're writing a letter, it offers to finish the letter for you. Or you can ask it to give you, uh, can I have some paragraphs about this? You know, how that's going to affect schooling and everything else is, I think, a battle that they're still trying to figure out. But this is like the Internet. You could go get your answers a lot easier. Um, you know, and, and I'm sure people had the same feelings back then about students. You know, you could go the Internet and it's so much easier than having to go through the encyclopedias. It's so unfair. Well, now everybody does it. And I think you're going to do the exact same thing. All these products are going to give AI suggestions and make things to where what's the, here's the most likely thing that you would want to say. Not only, not only does everybody do it now, 
but it is encouraged now, right? When there is no such thing yeah. as I don't, I don't even know that they're phys- I don't even do they even do encyclopedia sets anymore? Is that even a thing? Like, can you get the, can you get an encyclopedia uh, set, a modern one? I mean, maybe you can. I don't know. I don't know how uh, new they are, but yeah, they are, they do have them. But, but, now, but that's why what I'm asking. Are they new? DVD? Like, like, are they like, are they still producing? I think new they're digital now. Sets? Yeah. So but I think they're all digital. They got rid of the books. Well, so there, so there you go. So now, I mean having it on a DVD versus having it on a, a search engine is six and a half one and a half dozen the other. It's not, there's no different, um, no, yeah. no difference there at all. So, you know, Donnie's saying you know, the market will decide consumers will always pick the best thing. They don't care who creates something, you know, stream video games, music of all forms are, you know, whatever it might be. Yeah. Now, so here's the thing. Consumer doesn't always pick the right thing. I mean, that's, you know, some yeah. VHS was, inferior to Betamax, but that's what the consumers picked. And that leads you to the next thing. I mean, there will be something after AI. There will be something after the something that's after AI. There will be something after the something after the something after the AI. I mean, this is this is how we this is technology. This is how we advance as a as a civilization. I mean, this is you know, when you get really into this, Brian, and 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 you know, get off the top layer of where all the noise is, this is a deep like this is a deep exercise of like yep. mankind growth and innovation. I mean, this is a really, yep. really, you can very much get into even like super deep philosophical stuff with, with this. Well, this is one of those moments, like what the internet was as far as a jet, what a, a juxtaposition, it, it, you know, a pivot point. Sure. Th- that's the same thing that AI is going to be. It's going to be another one of those pivot points where someone like me who remembers uh, life before the internet and yeah. how things were, um, you know, you didn't have cell phones. You didn't have, you couldn't just look up something at, you know, the drop of a hat. Uh, and now seeing how it is now, I think it's going to be that same kind of transition to where, you know, your kids are not going to necessarily know any different because it's the new way of doing it. But, but Hey, before AI, when you wrote a letter, you had to think of every single word. It was so annoying. That's what they're going to be saying. Where now, as with AI coming out, you can say, "Hey, you know, give me a, uh, an apology letter, you know, for this," and it'll write you up an apology letter. <laughs> I've seen some some pretty funny uh, some pretty funny things online about fake apology letters that I thought have been been pretty funny. Um, so yeah, I uh, now you know the original point you brought us up is is China and Tencent. That yeah. is a whole nother bag of worms. I mean, that is. That's some danger, danger red alert. That's the Chinese Communist Party, uh, you know, playing a role in in what's going on. But at the same point, we've had, you know, we've had conversations on this show. I've done a lot of my radio show about TikTok. I mean, that's it's a very similar, very similar conversation. So, um, well, and one interesting thing that uh, we have, we haven't really talked about it a lot, but the people that receive those funds, the chip makers that receive those funds for the federal funds from what chips act, I think mm-hmm. they called it. Yeah. 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 The chips. Um, act, yeah. They're barred from expanding anything in China for 10 years. And now this has China upset. Sorry. Do you mind if we cover this really quick? Since we're no, talking no, no, China. sure. Let's do it. Well, may, oh, Biden um, did something good. This is interesting. <laughs> and, but then, but China now is, is putting a national security probe on Micron, which is based out of the United, uh, out of Idaho, actually out of here. Yes. Um, My, Micron was started here. They've received, they were part of that CHIPS funding, and now China is uh, started a national security probe about them, has been causing uh, 
just raising a lot of uh, of concern, I guess you could say, about it, and just trying to, I think, run them out of the country. Uh, but because Micron, Micron, I always kind of take it for granted here because it's always been here, just Micron. But they're a very worldwide known company, and they they serve a lot of products in a lot of places. So yeah, hmm. it'll be interesting to see how that because I, I think they've just started using the funds or now they've just got approved to build the one billion dollar micron place in it's not here ohio they're doing one here but ohio or something like that yeah, yeah. so uh it, what's interesting is those things now we have china getting mad and starting to crack down on those companies well to me that only says that uh biden made a decision well whether it was biden directly or not but made a decision that was actually uh possibly positive for the americans rather than for china and that made china mad china hasn't been very mad lately in the past uh, you know couple of years so no no reason uh, I, I think i think that yeah I, I think now maybe things like this if we can continue to eat away at them stealing not not, not so we're giving it away practically but our infrastructure um, all these different things that we give away or selling to to organizations like this we just have to remember they don't have our best interest at heart Never. Um, not that's once. why they're mad about the, you know, about them expanding here and not doing more business there because they have their own best interest to heart, which is totally natural. But I, I think it's weird how we're supposed to pretend like we're not supposed to have our own best interest to heart in everything that we do. That's just how humans are. Uh, here, let's make it to where Americans have jobs and Americans have all these things because, you know, these are American companies and we're America. That's our justification. You're like just Randy like Marsh. Does the same thing thought this was america <laughs> yeah thought so <laughs> and so i i think that that's the thing is we need to start making decisions for america uh biden is not the one who's going to be doing that but yeah, i think say. america having gone without and having been affected by so many things with the economy maybe they'd be willing to make a change be interested to see if they do yeah pro tip don't die Puts, brings it all back to context. Every company has their own best interests at heart, and they don't care about anything but the bottom dollar. Correct. They yeah, that that's is correct. capitalism. No, that's not. That's just that's just human. Now, that's now human they have brought into capitalism, but restrictions and regulations to keep things clean and healthy. It, you know, your own best interests at heart is the line is you don't sit there and destroy everything around you. I have just, yeah, <laughs> just I have my up. own I have my own best interests at heart. That doesn't mean I go and kill my neighbor. I mean, like that, like that. Yeah. Like that just yeah. Doesn't... There's got to be common sense regulation. And that's, that's not even regulation. Is... It's just my best interest doesn't well, mean that I have to yourself. kill everybody I know. Yeah, yeah but I mean, just because I'm not saying just... I'm not saying government regulation, but or, uh, sorry, control about control. control yeah, I mean, regulation. yeah, I mean, you know, it. Yeah, you know, I want to protect my house, so I just kill. I just kill everybody because I don't want anybody coming to my house. Yeah. I mean, that's that that doesn't that doesn't make any sense. No, I protect. I put a security system on. I put a motion detected floodlights. I put cameras. I buy a gun. Like, I mean, there's things that you can do to, to do that that don't involve, you know, murdering your entire neighborhood. <laughs> like that, that just, you can have those, you, you can look out for yourself. Have, you know, always look out for number one. I mean, that's like, that's, now, that's the thing as old as time, but do you think that they should have put in that that clause that you can't expand in in China for ten years if you I hadn't get heard these funds? Um, I think it's a good idea. I hadn't heard that. Um, so you know, give the devil his due, give the devil his due. Um, yeah, I mean that that yeah that makes sense. But here's the thing: the, the, these companies probably aren't operating under the same name in China anyway, or they're you know vested interest in another company, so it probably won't matter anyway. 
Yeah, and and so we'll see. I mean, this is something that Micron's embroiled in it right like, now. Oh, I'm sure. Well, we're not expanding com- our plant, but the company we own 98% of in Shanghai, <laughs> they're expanding their facilities in China. Wow. I mean, wow, well, then you, I can't believe that's happening. If you have a parent company, just have, yeah, exactly, another organization under the parent company, go do that business, and you don't it doesn't have to even need to be a parent company. Just have another company in China that you control. I mean, that's, that's what the Chinese yeah. do with Tencent. I mean, they don't own Tencent, but they own Tencent. But they control them. Yeah, yeah have enough board seats, and you're, and you're good to go. Well, Brian, uh, great show. A uh, lot of interesting conversations. We'll keep a close eye on the illustrious United Kingdom, and uh, I guess yeah. we'll be uh, I guess we'll be back at it in, uh, next week. Where can people find you? All right, well, you know, find me on Twitter at Boise Computer or at uh, Brian Brian Aldridge on Gab, Getter, Truth Social, whatever other uh, one comes along and goes away. Uh, if you want to go check out my uh, my website, biteoftech.com. Of course, if you go to our website, infectionpodcast.com. You can go and check out our Discord server. We've got 11 ARC servers running there right now, a Conan Exile server running, have a, uh, a show news channel. So if there's a topic maybe you think we should be covering or you want to make sure we see, toss a link to it in the show news channel. We'll review that for the next show. Uh, also uh, have some, you can join different channels so you don't have to see politics if you don't want to. If you want to l- watch the show, you can do that through Twitch or YouTube or Rumble. Um, if you want to listen to it, down the lower right-hand side, we've got a lot of different platforms and devices and ways that you can listen to the show. Pick whichever one is most convenient, uh, and that's recorded and, and uploaded after the shows are done. Also, we put that means our show notes are going to be there. So if you go into the particular episode, there's an audio video player in there and links for everything that we discussed throughout the live show. So if there's maybe a video or something that you wanted to go see or read the rest of an article that we referenced, just jump onto that page, and you'll be able to, uh, to pull up everything as you go. So it makes it really easy. Uh, if you want to support us, there's support option up top or infectionpodcast.com forward slash support. I knew I fixed it. I was so glad that I found that PNG that I lost <laughs> last week. Uh, yes, uh, thanks uh, for the continued support. Great to see everybody in the old uh, chat room tonight as uh, well. And uh, we will do it again next week. Brian, as always, appreciate all the uh, heavy lifting beforehand, getting all the notes yep. and stuff compiled. Greatly appreciated. No problem. All righty, folks. That's going to do it. If uh, you want to check out my uh, antics, you can do so by visiting nickcraig.com or checking out the Wilmington's Morning News Podcast, uh, five uh, five days a week, three hours of live uh, talk radio. You can find out all the details there or shoot me a, or give me a follow on Twitter. I've been uh, pissing off a lot of interesting people. You can follow me over there at Nicholas M. Craig. Of course, if you missed any portion of this show, as Brian said, you can find the show notes and all of the details on our website. It's infectionpodcast.com. Thank you so much for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.